It is the Peace Podcast. You know we're here because we are You gotta say something. Deers. It's in the microphone, weirdo. Because now it's your turn to sing Baby um, Shark. Baby Shark. Doo, doo. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Welcome back to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. Uh, people pack up. People, I feel like I say a lot of peas. You know, like Peter Pickle, Picker Penis. All right, I'm sorry. Let's start all over. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Thanks. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't listen to podcasts um, except for mine, which uh, I listen to religiously. You know, what I'm saying? like I'm a I'm a loyal. Uh, listener um and the fact that you guys tune in uh every week means a lot to me i was thinking about this the other day like what i how would i feel if zero people tuned in like every week the numbers show zero or or one which which would be me would i keep doing the podcast and to to be honest with you uh hell yeah (laughs) it it dawned on me um more recent, probably when I took the the break, that this podcast is really like the inner conversation that you have with yourself. And I'm just recording it and putting it out for people to listen to. I'm basically sharing my inner thoughts, you know, beliefs, point of view. And it's not always, you know, sharp. But we're, we're, we're getting there. I, I, I feel like we've gotten sharper. You know what I mean? With a hard ER. <laughs> so uh thank you um but but as far as the success of the podcast the the growth of the podcast has a lot to do with you guys uh i did a show last night comedy show which believe it or not it happens sometimes and with like no matter how funny i am or how great my material is like without an audience none of it means diddly and uh, it's, it's, it's like the complete opposite with the podcast. The podcast is, is, you know, uh, like, again, I know people listen and there's part of me that feels an obligation to entertain. Like, Hey, I want to make sure y'all is y'all laugh a little bit. Y'all, y'all learn some shit. Uh, but even a bigger piece is like, let me just talk, you know, let me just get this shit out. And so, like, uh, no matter what you're doing, whether you are in the house cleaning up or at the gym, I got a, I got a best friend named Carrie. She be in the gym, uh, working it out. Boom, bang, you know, uh, get it, get it, boo. <laughs> uh, whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Uh, so the comedy show that I did, uh, we're gonna start there, uh, mainly because I've only done two shows this year, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I have one show booked for March, and that's about it. Uh, however, a a fire has definitely been uh, lit. Uh, I I threw sticks on it. Like, it, like this show last night was the show that I needed. And uh, sometimes, uh, like you're in a relationship, and you may love your significant other. Uh, and you may have a, a, a good relationship. Like things are, there's no problems. But you sometimes will have the linger 
for you know like i want you to you want to feel loved you know like tell me you love me you know buy me a teddy bear uh fyi valentine's day like brothers like shit is cheap okay go go to your walgreens go to your walmart go to your target thank me later Give her, oh, actually, by the time you hear this episode, so it, it'll probably be March, so never mind. Don't don't listen to me. But in the future, if I can be honest with you, the next day, don't go, okay? you What you want to do is you want to wait to about the third day. You want that shit to be 75, and then Walmart don't give up. They be giving their shit away at 90%. I got my, uh, I got my daughter a, a little pony for 29 cents. It was a fucking little pony in a bucket. With some candy, she or threw the candy away. She's not gonna eat that. But uh, twenty nine cents. I, it was like the deal of the century. Like I was so happy, I didn't even steal. You know, like if like uh, like nine times out of ten, I will steal something from Walmart. Uh, I don't know if it's the thrill now. Like it might it might be the thrill of the the chase. You know what I'm saying? Um, I always argue that if I'm gonna self check out myself, I'm I'm gonna do an employee discount. Fuck it, you know. Uh, anyway, so uh, no, so so sometimes you just need a reminder. You know, you you need that reass- reassurance, and that's what the show was for me. It was you, <laughs> hey, day day, do do jokes, do comedy, continue, work on your craft, grow. And I was more like the feeling I had, I hadn't had in a long time. It probably, honestly, probably has been about a year where I felt um, this is what you should be doing. And I mean, you know, that, that feeling of, you know, belonging, it's a, it's a indescribable, like it's, like there's nothing else you should be doing. This is what you should be telling jokes and making people laugh for a living. Like I I think what what happened with me um sometime last year was I got and this might have been through my TikTok phase. Uh and and we're going to go back to TikTok in just a minute because fuck TikTok. And TikTok's racist, but you know, eh. But there, there was a time where I'm like, what kind of comedian do I want to be? And uh, for just just for quick quick reference, Kevin Hart, top of the chart, um, mega millionaire, you know, comedian, superstar, movies, like everything, like movies, you know, uh, he, he's just he's he's accomplished so much. And to be honest with you, and and not so long of a of a time frame you know like he what he's done is is admirable um but there's only going to be one kevin hart with me i started thinking about you know comedians that i love that i respect their careers and i'm like what where do i fit in where 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 you know am i do i want to be a tiktok you know, famous comedian, you know, like, do I want to be Instagram, you know, hoes, like, I I really started to think about a lot of the wrong things, which, in my opinion, probably, you know, made me lose focus, and 
the truth is you just want to be great at at you at your craft like you want to you gotta you we have to stop chasing other people um in a sense like we just have to work on all that time energy invest in us in yourself be the best version of you and i felt like i wasn't doing that i was i was mimicking everything and i i wanted what other people have and i didn't quite clearly see value in what i do which it's it's nothing insanely unique like that that's that's the thing about being a comedian like everybody's funny everybody can be funny i guess is is the best way to to say that um not everybody can be a comedian not everybody can be a comedian um some people are funny on facebook some people find the funniest memes they do a 10 minute set and it's trash and not to knock that like there's basically more than one way to skin a cat and i just felt like where i want it to be you know with 10 years i guess and where i am made me feel like i had to i don't know like catch up to some people or i had to like find a you know shortcut that's that's kind of what it was with tiktok tiktok was you know this thing that came along i got on it and i was bored uh, like a lot of us with the pandemic, and then I posted a couple of times. I'm like, this shit ain't for me. <laughs> and then I got I got off of it, and then like uh, a couple months later, uh, I don't know if I was just more bored or I had really just got tired of the other social medias, which I'm I if that's what I would guess. And I get back on TikTok, and I'm like, this shit is this shit is life, okay, <laughs> right now. Like this is I don't care about nothing else. But TikToks and making TikToks and looking at TikToks and watching TikToks and doing hash like I was, I was in it, y'all. Like if there was a drug called TikTok, I was, I was, uh, I was a TikTok head. You know, I was, you know, I'm sucking dick for TikTok. Okay, uh, I've never sucked a dick. I gotta be honest with you. I don't, I don't know why that is the epitome of like. I mean, to be honest with you, I like my dick sucked, so it's not a bad thing. Like I don't know. All right. Anyway, getting off the point. So, like, you know, I would see other people make these these videos, and I'm like, I, I can make it. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a better video, uh, because if you if you have been on TikTok long enough, you realize a lot of it's just recycled TikToks, um, and a sense of who can do it better, or you know, just one and upping, and and just getting the same type of exposure. So, like, if you sit down and eat a bowl of noodles. And you get a million views, you'll have a million people sitting down eating noodles trying to get a million views. And what you'll learn is some people's videos would would get better exposure on the for you page, and some wouldn't. And then you start to realize there's been a continued trend of this. And then comes in the conversation of why does her video you know, get all of these views and, and likes and, and, you know, the, the, the exposure, but, but mine aren't. So as a, as a comedian, I was like, these, the, it's a great way to, to grow, you know, let's grow the brand on TikTok day day. So let's start putting out some, some funny content. 
and I just kind of got lost into it. And I, the the way I was justifying it is I'm making content, you know, which I wasn't doing before TikTok. Like I, I wasn't making 15 second, 30 second minute videos, you know, and putting them out. So I got to give them credit for that. But that's all I was doing, like all I was doing. And then uh, I fell into the gap of they, you know, this video has to do this, this number. And, you know, why is this video not getting the same views as the, it, and it was, it was, it was a bad look. If I could be honest with you, it was a bad look for me. And, and so as a comedian, again, I'm watching other comedians, you know, do this, that, and the other. And I'm like, let me just hop on this train. Let me just, you know, try to get some of that, that, you know, that, I don't know, likes, you know, like, let me, let me get, let me get in on this. And, you know, looking back now, I'm like, I, I don't, that's not me. Uh, like, I guess, I guess what I have to say that maybe I haven't said out loud is I don't, I don't need to be famous. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need to make millions of dollars and I don't need to be a household name. What if those things happen? That's that's amazing. That's part of God's plan. Uh, let me do my work. But like that's that's what I needed to get back to. It's just focusing on the work and me and comedy and being funny and material, having something to talk about, substance. And and I, I just remember my TikToks really going through kind of like an identity crisis where like, you know, one minute it's, you know, uh, stand-up comedy videos. The next it's, you know, reaction videos and duets. And then it's, you know, me doing skits. And I was just throwing whatever I could at, at the wall and seeing, and seeing what would stick. And, you know, some things went over better than others. Um, interracial stuff went over very well uh almost to the point where i got nervous you know like when you become i kind of like i kind of feel like what was happening is i was i was becoming like the you know king of interracial relationships or king of interracial marriages and and having to to you know make a stand and 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 you know speak on behalf of and shit like that i'm like no nah. No, I don't want to do this. This is not this is take my ball and go home. And and uh, some of the some of the pro black, you know, Black Lives Matter posts and videos, some would do very well, but then others seem to get backlash, if you will. Uh and so I end up getting permanently banned. On TikTok, like no more, like bye bye TikTok. TikTok was like, "Dayday, fuck you and and your shits." <laughs> okay, no warning. They're just like, "We've had enough." And uh, I'm gonna get to why I think TikTok is racist, but let me let me finish my first part. So, as a comedian, I was just like, "Let me just get back to being a comedian." Uh, in Hollywood and and in New York and all these other things, people will tell you constantly. Okay, you're a comedian. What else do you got? What else can you do? You know, do you got a podcast? Is it doing numbers? 
Do you, are you writing screenplays? Do you have a short? Like, what more than what you have? And a lot of comedians that may not necessarily be great are not one-trick ponies. And I don't know where I fit in with this, but I know if I'm going to be a trick, (laughs) if I'm going to have one trick, at least let it be a great trick. You know what I mean? So if if I'm going to call myself a comedian and and not have a nine to five and, you know, be working as hard as I I, I have in the past and, and, you know, basically do something that I've been doing for 10 years, I should be a great comedian. And I think for me, there is um, an inconsistency where sometimes I'm a great comedian. Other times, I'm a good comedian. Sometimes I'm decent. I'm okay. Uh, and then obviously there are times where I'm just phenomenal. Like, oh my God, like, Day Day, we love you. We want to suck you right now. I'm like, I got a wife, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I, 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 I want to get back into that. And that, that's what the show was. It was like, like you, you should be doing this. You should be putting in more work. You should be doing more shows safely, of course. But more than anything, Day Day, this is where you belong. Uh, the show is at a uh, mansion, uh, like a real life mansion. <laughs> when I when I got married, I got married here in uh, Lake Mills, Iowa, which is a small town of uh, I think little over two thousand people or whatnot. And they have Victorian houses, like these very old. Uh, houses uh, where I performed at was in this very similar but you know extra large Victorian house. It was a very old, uh, no TVs, like old, like <laughs> old plantation, like you know, uh, homes. <laughs> it was, it was, it was very creepy, but it didn't like it. We were so active, and I say we like everybody. We're like none of that mattered and all that mattered was they had a bed and once my head hit the pillow I popped two Tylenol PMs I was good um but it was oh like you can like they had the floorboards where you like I, I swear you can hear like old negro spirituals you know it's like, like the the sound of slavery just echoed through the hallways and uh I don't know it was it was it was crazy uh we did two shows which it's been a very long time since I've done two shows back to back in the same night and each show that I've done during this pandemic, I can feel the rust the first, you know, couple of seconds to a minute. Uh, and the best part about doing two sets is um, you basically work off all of that in the first show. And by the second show, you just go in, or at least that's 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 how I looked at it. I was on the show with some uh, very talented comedians, but for me, I didn't have a highlighted spot. I didn't. I wasn't hosting. I wasn't featuring. I wasn't headlining. I I was given ten minutes for a non-paid gig, four hours away. So I had to drive four hours to Davenport, Iowa, which is South Iowa for me, and uh, four hours there. Stayed in a mansion. Drove four hours back the next day, and I was either being paid gas money, or I had the option of you know staying the night. And I stayed the night because. Uh, driving eight hours uh, in one day did not sound fun. More importantly, driving at night, you get it. 
Um, the first show, uh, if so, both of them were sold out essentially. Uh, <laughs> the first show was was really fun, but I think my favorite was the second show. Now I, I'll tell you why in a bit. The first show was so so I got stuck right in the middle. Um, there was like five of us, so I was number I was number three, and. I have this thing about me where I don't know if it's arrogance, but and I again, I'll be honest with you, as a comedian, you need that. It's good. It's good shit. Uh, but I have this arrogance in me that I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't flash, but I know it's there. It's, it's almost like an alter ego. Um, it's almost like a watch this. Let me roll my sleeves. Oh, we doing, we doing comedy tonight. I got you. You know, so like, oh, let me roll my sleeves. Oh, you just told some jokes. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me go tell a couple too. So, um, you know what? Also, Eagle sounds like an asshole. <laughs> maybe, maybe he is an asshole. I, mean, I think you gotta be a little bit of an asshole. That's why uh, I think, as a black person, a fan of Kanye, um, I didn't mind a lot of shit, and then uh, it, it 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 transformed into something else. Uh, but <laughs> so I, I, I'm looking at like the crowd, and the show starts, and. I I can feel the rust, but you know I was, I'm only doing ten minutes. Believe it or not, doing th- that short amount of time should seem like less stressful, but I I'm finding it more stressful lately. You know, because it's it's like you only have this amount, so you have like what you do with it matters. <laughs> so so go and you know give them all your good stuff, or go and do A B C D, and uh. You know, like you have the first conversation is which jokes to do, and uh, I did a couple from the, from the album. Going forward, when I when I do repeat jokes, I'm hey, I, I did a couple jokes from the album or the special. Uh, I had one new joke that I, I just kind of you know slipped in there, and then uh, I gave myself a, a toast because of uh, I, I didn't celebrate. 10 years i really just it just happened like it just the day came i made a post about it on facebook i made a couple of posts and then that was it but i didn't have that moment where i'm like i think i've been doing this for years and uh so i I did a toast on uh stage on both shows and you know after i got off (laughs) again my alter my asshole art alter ego is like here come the praise, okay? Like, all, you know, all the comedians, they, they better tell me I did a great job or, or you know, like, just, I, I did that well. But to be honest with you, I, I don't feel like I challenged myself um, a lot. Like, I feel like what I did was kill it. You know, like, like, uh, like, 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 I basically, like, I hit a home run. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, they, they, they tossed me the ball, knocked that bitch out. Right, um, and that's great. But if you always hit home runs, you're like, okay, I need I need new challenges. You know, how many home runs can I hit in a row? Or I, I don't fucking know baseball. I don't know why I start. I use that as an you know analogy, but uh, I don't feel like I challenged myself because uh, I know there was more that I could do and wanted to do, uh, but I was restricted with time, so. I did what what was important. Uh, I got up there and I made them laugh from start to finish. Uh, by the time we did the second show, I was so loose. Uh, 
I did I did one or two jokes from the first set, um, uh, but I did more crowd work this time around. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, like uh they they either gonna love it or hate it. Um and and that that the second the second set, even though the first set was probably more polished or crisp, it was more like boom, 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 boom. Um the second one was more loosey goosey, and I I found myself having more fun. In all fairness, I, I by this time I think I had like three drinks. You know, the first all I only had one drink in me at this time, um, but I I was just I was just in the moment, and that's what you want to accomplish when you're a comedian. You know, you want to be in the moment. Uh, you talk about things that that I feel like they want to listen to. You know, they want they I'm gonna do my farmer's wave joke in Iowa and, and my wife and talk a little bit about my kids um I, I i gotta bring up race i gotta say something about black history month um all while you you like all while not having you like tense up and like oh my god this we knew he was gonna bring it up <laughs> you know <laughs> like uh i had a african uh uh sweatshirt on with the red uh green and and black like i was you know just natural hair twisted up I, hey Hey. Um, and I, I think the second show was was like I liked it a little bit more because you know uh, after the show. So well, well, let me let me share share this real quick. Uh, again, it was an unpaid gig, so I wasn't going to make any money. Um, sometimes that just happens, you know. No matter how long you've been doing it, sometimes you just you get shows they don't pay. Um, I, obviously, they pay. The headliner, you know, so I just had a slot that was just a set, you know. Um, but I brought merchandise. None of the other comedians brought merchandise. And if I'm not mistaken, I think collectively I have been doing comedy more than all of them combined. Um, maybe out of the other four comedians, they collectively probably have been doing comedy for like 12 years or so, you know, 10 to 12. Um, and I don't have that much merchandise. I literally have the same merchandise from my special. So a year ago. Still slanging them. Uh, I had my very last DVD on my 10 year anniversary. I went through my comedy box and I found one more. And I'm like, oh, I still have one to sell. And uh, I brought that to the show. Sold it. Sold a couple of shirts. Got tipped uh, graciously. And ended up walking out with uh, 150 Which is... Again, would not happen had I not brought the merchandise. Clearly, um, also I feel would not have happened if I didn't do my do my fizzle. Okay, uh, if I got up there and I was whacked, the motherfuckers will pass you so fast. Okay, they were like, <laughs> they, they will, they will, they'll walk right by you like you, uh, like you trying to uh, do their Windex on their car and shit. Like, no, nope, no, nah, we we don't need this service. So, so. Um, after the second show, you know, I had people wanting to buy me drinks and just donate, and uh, we ended up hanging out with some 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 young girls. Like they were like in their early twenties, and uh, I felt so like a dad in moments where we're talking. And uh, I don't know if it's because I have a daughter now, or I'm all like, "Where are you going to school?" Like I was genuinely interested in in these girls in a at a point. And I know the other comedians just trying to, you know, fucking like, you know, they're like, Daddy, why are you asking intellectual questions? You know, like, like, why are you bonding or whatever? I don't, I don't know what they were thinking, but, um, 
we ended up doing a tour of the mansion where we went to the upstairs in the attic and the basement sometimes they do rumor you know they do rumors that it's haunted and just you know it, it was just it was just a fabulous comedian experience um I mean, the only thing that could have gone better is I could have also got paid. Like that, 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 that could have been great. But again, the the hospitality of the mansion, though the, they get free drinks, they were super gracious. They loved me. They wanted me, you know, to come back and and, and come back and headline. And uh, I just felt like I need to do this. Like I need to, I need to get back in the office, write, uh, get some get some jokes prepared, and and take the show on the road. And uh, you know, again, with with it being a pandemic, be safe, be smart, all of that stuff. But that's that's where I'm at. So uh, I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and end it right there, and I will pick up basically where I left off with uh, TikTok and how I got permanently banned. But we're just gonna have to wait for next episode. Uh, I feel like the the bulk of of today is really just about. Uh, getting back to being me and uh, telling jokes. So, thank you guys for listening. I hope you had fun. Uh, I had fun talking. I hope you had fun listening. Please uh, continue to 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 listen. And if you enjoy it, share it. Uh, hit me up with with questions and comments and feedback. I always appreciate that. Um, and until next time, I got to go. I'll talk to you. I love you. Peace. <laughs>